about season one was fun. Talking about my favorite team, can't have nothing else there. But this season, season two, you got to get a little bit more real because this season has the Super Bowl in our backyard, SoFi State. So if you don't know my voice by now, I'm down at the place like a silence, and you getting ready to listen to Ramley talk. Horns up, Rams house, let's get it. Let's talk Rams football. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, how's everybody doing today on this Thursday, November 11, 2021? Before I get started, it is Veterans Day, so shout out to all the veterans out there who served this country, who spent their time going to war to fight for the freedom that we all live in in this country. So happy Veterans Day to all the veterans from the Marines, the Army, the Navy, the Air Force, it is your day. It's the day that we celebrate you and your efforts for your sacrifice to fight for this country. I speak for everybody here from the Playmakers Blog brand of Ramley Talk. We thank you and we salute you. Thank you very much. In other news, as I continue to go on, thank you to everybody who wished me a happy birthday on this past Monday. Uh, just turned 30. Uh, crazy as it is, but yes, I appreciate everybody who took the time out on social media to shout me a happy birthday out. I very appreciate it. I spent the spent a good time down in uh, Fort Lauderdale, Miami, and it feels good to be back home to get back to business. So with that being said, this is Ramley Talk. So thank y'all for tuning in for whatever platform that you tune into. If you're listening, go ahead, subscribe, follow, like, share with your friends, share with anybody who loves football. If you're on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, go ahead and leave a rate and review of the show. And now let's get into it because week nine did not go our way whatsoever and didn't go away for a lot of uh, favorite teams this past Sunday. But this is Ramley talking. We focus on the LA Rams, and I mean, uh, the worst performance of the Los Angeles Rams this season. I mean, it was bad. It was really bad. I I'm, I looked at the stats, and Tennessee's offense didn't do nothing. It was the Tennessee defense who won the game. Our defense showed up and did what they had to do. Our offense got beaten up, beaten down, wherever you turn. It was uh, it was crazy. And you know, it 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 really turned very quickly in the second quarter. In the second quarter, because. Matthew Stafford threw two picks. Both resulting in 14 points for the Tennessee Titans. And that would pretty much set the tone for the for the rest of the rest of the game. He threw a pick, trying to avoid the safety. The next play, Tennessee scores. 
And then the very next time we get the ball back, Stafford threw a pick six to Kevin Byer. We went from 3-0 to 14-3 in a matter of seconds. 20 seconds, that is. And then we didn't do nothing the rest of the way. And right before right before the two men won, and Tennessee scored again. So they went into halftime up 21-3. We could never get it going. We just could never get it going. I mean, it was it was hard to watch the game. To see Matthew Stafford and his offense just get beaten up. Get pushed around. I mean. Jeffrey Simmons for the Titans just bulldozed off his line. Havenstein was getting beat. I mean, good gracious. Allen couldn't do nothing with him. It was just, our guards couldn't, could not handle Simmons. They couldn't. Simmons had three sets on Stafford. And Stafford was sat five times in this game. For a team that was coming in number one in sets allowed because we only allow eight. Tennessee Titans got five by themselves, and Jeffrey Simmons got three of them. That Tennessee brought a physicality to the game that we haven't been used to. You know, Arizona Arizona beat us. They really didn't beat us with physicality. They just beat us because we make mistakes, and then you can't stop Kyler Murray and you that James Conner and Chase Edmonds running all over you. So that's how that game went. This game, Tennessee dominated. They were physical with us. And we did not respond whatsoever. Brandon Jefferson dropping passes. Uh, Stafford throwing behind Tyler Higby on the open pass. It was just, it was just bad. I don't know why. I guess I guess with the game getting out of hand, he, he decided Sean McVay decided not to run the ball because Henderson was averaging five yards to carry. Daryl Henderson was averaging five yards to carry. I don't know if, it, if he felt like the game was out of hand. We got to hurry up and play catch up or whatnot. But, I mean, it was terrible. Robert Woods had seven catches for 98 yards. Cooper Cup had 11 catches for 95 yards. But it doesn't matter because Stafford was 31 for 48, 294. A touchdown, but he had two picks. Those two picks actually blew the game open. I mean, Ryan Tannehill numbers, let's see, because Tennessee didn't do much on offense. I'm looking at the stats right now. They didn't do much on offense. Ryan Tannehill was 19 for 27, 143, a touchdown, and interception and a rushing TD. Asia Prison had a rushing TD, but man, they didn't do nothing. The Titans had, had 194 total offense, 125 passing, and 69 rushing. But they dominated the game because of defense. The defense dominated the game. We had the ball longer than them, 32, 32 minutes, 21 seconds to there, 27-39. We, we were one for three in red zone trips. Two turnovers. I mean, wherever you turn, we don't we we have the stats. But the final score says. Tennessee 28, Los Angeles 16. That's the final score. So we got dominated. And we got dominated in a way we're not used to being dominated under Charmaine, but, but it happened. So now we have to get up, lick our wounds, because we have a game. 
we have another primetime game. This is primetime game number four for us. We are two and one in primetime. We beat Chicago opening night on Sunday night football. We beat Seattle on Thursday night at Seattle, and we just lost to Tennessee on Sunday night football. Our next two primetime games are on the road, and it's Monday night football for both of them. And that game is against the San Francisco 49ers, ladies and gentlemen. Speaking of a team who didn't look good on Sunday, the 49ers didn't look good on Sunday against the Arizona Cardinals. No Kyler Murray, no DeAndre Hawkins, no A.J. Green. Chase Edmonds only played a couple, a few hands, uh, a handful of snaps. I mean, J.J. Waters, uh, I mean, they had so many people out. And yet, they still dominated the San Francisco 49ers. James Conner had a game to remember because James Conner went ballistic on the 49ers. 21 carries, 96 yards, two touchdowns. Five catches, 77 yards, and a touchdown. It was the James Conner show at Santa Clara on Sunday. Sound familiar, right? That's what they pretty much did to us when they came to like LA. Colt McCoy, 22 for 26, 249, a touchdown. Christian Kerr has his catches for 91 yards. I mean, Wesley, three catches, 62 yards. The Cardinals dominated. Jimmy Garoppolo was sat five times. Same amount as Matthew Stafford was. 28 for 40, 326, two touchdowns, an interception. They couldn't do nothing in the running game. They only had 39s of rushing as a team. George Kidder came back, six catches, 101 yards, a touchdown, but he fumbled early in the game. Brandon IU says catches 89 yards a touchdown, but he fumbled early in the game. I mean, they had three turnovers. And that game blew open. The same way Tennessee blew us open. With turnovers. San Fran had three. Arizona, they had no turnovers. I, Arizona was able to dominate San Fran. On the road. That's twice. They have beaten us on the road. They beaten San Fran on the road. Arizona's out here trying to make a statement about this division. They want this division. And we are a game behind them. We have to catch them. Lucky. No. You have to put it like we two games behind them because they already beat us one time. We have to play them again next month on Monday night when we go to to Arizona to play them. So right, right now, Arizona has a stranglehold on the division. But we don't play Arizona on Monday. We play San Fran on Monday. So let's get to the San Fran game, ladies and gentlemen. Week 10. The final game for Week 10 is in Santa Clara. Monday Night Football, ESPN, 8-15. Eastern Standard Time, 5-15 on the Pacific Coast. It's the Los Angeles Rams and the San Francisco 49ers. San Fran has not won a home game this year. They are 0-4. Obviously, they lost to Arizona at home. They lost to Green Bay at home. So, they lost to Seattle at home. They lost to the Colts at home. That was a Sunday night game. 
So they have lost to some quarterly teams at home. They are 0 4. But guess what though? They are 5 and 3 in the last eight meetings with us, including four straight. They have beaten us two seasons straight. Kyle Shanahan, it's 5 and 3 record. It's the most wins by a head coach against Sean McVay right now. Which is interesting. Kyle Shanahan is 4 and 1 on Monday Night Football. Sean McVay is 4 and 1 on Monday Night Football. Sean McVay is 16 and 5 following a loss with a point differential of 100 and I believe 47. San Fran lost. Los Angeles lost. Somebody got to rebound. But the ads go to San Francisco because they have won four straight meetings. But when Arizona finally beat us, we had beaten them four straight times or eight straight times, something like that. At some point, you you knew the streak was going to end in San Fran and uh, Arizona made sure it ended when we came to LA. Can the Rams did the same thing to San Francisco because San Francisco has their number. San Fran has won four straight. As of right now, the number one offense in the league is the Los Angeles Rams. With the 49ers being 20th. Number one passing offense in the league is the Rams. Jimmy Garoppolo and the 49ers are 17th. The rushing attack has went up to 18th in the league. 49ers is 19th in the league. Defense. San Fran is 4th in defense even though they didn't show up against Arizona. The Rams are 21st. So you're trying to figure out where can we get on with the San Francisco 49ers. You have to run the ball. You should be able to run the ball. If Darrell Henderson is racking up five yards to carry on the Titans and James Conner does have a field day with the 49ers, Derrick Henderson should be able to do the same thing to the 49ers defense. That should be able to open up the passing game for Cup, Woods, Hitby, and Jefferson. Jimmy, Jimmy G, he gonna play his game. He's gonna try to limit the turnovers. So it's up to us as a defense to do what we need to do to force turnovers, to create possessions for the offense, because as of right now, Von Miller is set to make his Rams debut on Monday Night Football against the 49ers. The Rams did get three sets on Ryan Tannehill. So I believe they that's 28 on the season. I still think they are first in, in QB presses and, and defensive sacks. Now you're bringing in Von Miller. You should be able to get to Jimmy G. But it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see how this game is played because Kyle Shanahan has to open hand on Sean McVay. Sean McVay has to figure out some way to get past Kyle Shanahan and the San Francisco 49ers to get this team back on track and keep up with the Arizona Cardinals, who are number one in the NFC. Because everybody else who was up there lost. We lost. The Cowboys lost. The Bucks had lost the week before to the Saints, and the Saints lost to the Falcons. So as of right now, Green Bay lost to Kansas City without Aaron Rodgers. So as of right now, the NFC 
as of right now belongs to the Arizona Cardinals. We have something to say about that. And it starts on Monday Night Football against the San Francisco 49ers. And I'm going to leave it like that. So with that being said, Week 10, Monday Night Football, Santa Clara against our arch rivals, the 49ers. Let's do what we need to do. Let's get this W. Let's get back on track because now these games are starting to matter more and more as we get deeper and deeper into the season. And then next week, we are on the bye. So it'll be good to get a win heading into the bye week. My head, Justin before Down the pack, my son, starting off. Thank you for listening to your new episode of Ramley Talk. And if you enjoyed the episode, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and whatever else that you listen to Ramley Talk on. And for those of you who are iTunes and Apple Podcasts lovers, leave us a rate and review on those, and we'll gladly know how we're doing. Until next time, Donna Pegamaker signing off. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.